This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good-aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Daniel. There are many eyes in the shadows. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is is Cesar, and no no surname. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for seventy five years. I'm Kevin. I am here to learn to be a better knight, I guess, for lack of a better word. I I, I kind of have my own personal quest, I guess, uh, just to become a protector of people. And I'm Tinzian. Beauty's a D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Daniel. I'm Kevin. And I'm Tinzian. <laughs> <laughs> and I have replaced Scissor. <laughs> what? What the hell do you mean? <laughs> Shut up, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, July 13th. Ooh. And this is episode 64 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. Last week, a whole bunch of stuff happened, and we've been off for a week or two, so I'm going to give uh, the Dungeon Master a chance to catch us up on what's going on. So, Dungeon Master, you are a go. In the last episode, uh, by the way, uh, Cesar is indeed not here this week. He has some family obligations and uh, is taking a well-deserved break. In our previous episode, the Karn was still burning like a blowtorch, a uh, nice magnesium flare, probably about the treetop level. And, the Thorn uh, Star. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the Thorn Star. While Thorn, who was still up in another tree, and uh, Cesar, who was down on the ground shooting uh, his crossbow in and amongst while playing a uh, Stealth style, sneaking up on orcs and flapping them with his bow. Mithrin and Xanatari were in the thick of the fray with their trusty war horses, whooping much orc posterior. Uh, there were a number of minions, so there was a lot of uh, epic dispatching. And one particularly firm brute who uh, took a considerable amount of abuse before dying. Due to Cesar being out this week, I am going to largely have him just sort of following the party. If need be, I'll do my impression of him, but for large part, just kind of consider him doing Cesar's things, and uh, we'll kind of go from there. But I think it's time for the party to go to spaces unknown to them. Since they've been to this rock field a couple times, there is still an orc horde that uh, had charged out of the woods, uh, I think it was two episodes prior, and is currently somewhere out in the rock field. Or maybe not. The strange celestial conditions continue, and... I believe that Mithrin has had his arm healed enough to the point where it is operational, functional, and uh, able to um, act normally thanks to Xanatari. 
Huzzah! There is uh, no particular loot beyond what was in the Karn on these particular orcs, and I get a feeling that today's word is going to be particular, which I will attempt to not repeat every five seconds. As you guys are going through sifting the bodies for loot, treasure, Sounds notes... Sounds horrible. Hmm? Sounds horrible. As we're, horrible. As we're sifting the bodies for loot and treasure... <laughs> <laughs> says it's made of some sort of sort of device which shreds the bodies into like <laughs> soil and grain and then separates the treasure into another pile. <laughs> What's that Canadian oh. movie where they throw everyone in the it's, a, it's like a wood chipper. Yeah. yeah. What was it? Fargo. Fargo. There you <laughs> go. Oh boy. Anyway, sorry. I'm pretty close to there. <laughs> Relatively. Anyway. Well, with with your love of. Uh great inventions and stuff, there no doubt will be a chipper shredder involved at some point in time through yeah. this. <laughs> great. <laughs> Ooh. There's no active intelligence to be gained from the bodies, but a firm desire to get out to uh, the um, seven-pillared hall is quite great. So... You guys all have your horses, I believe, aside from Xanatari using up one of her dailies and uh, a healing surge mm -hmm. attempt onto Mithrin. The party is at full health, and what would you guys like to do? Let's get going. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say let's just, if there's nothing here worth staying around for let's uh continue on okay I, i'm gonna i'm gonna act real confused um because i must have blacked out during the fight i i don't even remember firing a shot let alone how did i get into a tree you were amazing you wouldn't believe it you actually had a couple uh bonafide kills uh some right from out from under Cesar's nose why don't i remember anything <laughs> well, you weren't here that week, so I had to ad lib you around and had you climb a tree. I'm, I'm role playing. You're ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what I'm supposed to do? I can't. I can't do a total party kill, but I can at least do a total RP kill. We do it so rarely. He doesn't recognize it. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> uh, well, this is my my time to use my new armor that I got with the feather fall on it. So I jump out of the tree and I use the feather fall on the armor. Well. I guess I use it. Maybe. Do I need Let's to roll see. anything for it? Well, since you don't know quite that it's there in person, uh, sure. Let's go ahead and. <laughs> it's a giant purple check. bird! No, it's done. So, what am I rolling? Arcana? You're gonna do an athletics check. Oh, athletics. Alright. Great, my strong suit. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> that's a 10. Okay. Does it go ahead and describe a somewhat ungraceful, uh, yet yeah, still successful? Um, so I I move myself off along uh, a branch and uh, and I stand up, balancing myself on it. Okay. Um, and as I go to jump off, my foot actually catches the branch, and I sort of swing around and sort of tumble off the branch. Um, that's when the magic of the armor activates, and I sort of do a really slow, awkward tumble down <laughs> from the tree to the ground. Okay. Uh, 4.5 so, on the parallel bars. 
<laughs> sort of <laughs> landing softly on my own face. <laughs> yes, I was, I was sort of thinking that, you know, as, as you were going down, you were sort of tumbling and your, your nostrils were serving as excavators as you plowed into the ground at a very slow kind of uh, swing. <laughs> it's like an agonizingly slow plane crash. <laughs> And there's nothing I can do about it to make it stop. He's gradually in danger. Someone help him. He's gradually in danger. Thank you for naming this episode. Knowing Thorn, he can he can make the fall from 50 feet last longer than the duration of the feather fall. Because mm. you know that momentum is just kind of stored and not really expelled. So, <laughs> look, I'm a foot from the ground. Oh, where is it? Thud! 50 feet? What the? <laughs> we were in the city and we had this guy like trip over the curb and like stumble all around in front of us. Turn around, look back and go, you saw that, right? I totally <laughs> thought of you, Dad. It jumped up and bit me. Curb That's what he said. I went, you're from Massachusetts. They have bad feet in Massachusetts? or No, just a lot of curbs jump up. Oh, a lot of curbs. That phrase since that era. Well, you know, being being upside down in Australia, that sort of happens a lot. Where you where you stumble, where you stumble, and it just it keeps happening. It's like momentum, momentum's there, but um, then you just stop, and you'll be like, "What?" <laughs> just like way, now. Speaking of Australia, the bad astronomer on uh, Twitter completely dashed all the fun that you Australians have because he proved and demonstrated with scientific articles that even Andrew from Super Number One Podcast might not even raise an eyebrow towards. But your guys, your toilets don't flush backwards. No, we, they don't. No. No. Well, what is this completely, myth? Completely, completely crushed. All what? sorts of fun. I, made I up the Coriolis effect determined that they did. You know, first... Nope. You know, first, you don't have any dingo-eating babies. Now your toilets uh, don't flush You know, and your toilets don't flush You guys just have... With- with recent uh, with recent toilet technology, it no longer does like a swirl. It's basically just uh, a massive waterfall from all sides, and then um, yeah, isn't that, isn't that kind of like your video games rating process? A massive flush from all sides. Oh god. Yeah, so, but funnily enough, we're actually getting it um, at the beginning of next year. Okay. So, hooray for pro- progress. Shame it won't last too long. Given that the industry is almost dead, but that's for another topic and another uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, yes, hello. Uh, what sort of precautions are you going to take as you head out, um, having already been ambushed once and uh, seeing the potential that things may or may not be going your way? Um, are we? What is the lighting conditions right now? The lighting conditions are coming up on a. Oh, you've probably got dawn 15, 20 minutes away. Okay. Um, I would say... <laughs> Sorry. It was a really good reading light. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, just enough to read by, but not not enough to you know, like really wake you up, you know? So it's, it's good. yellow crap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I would say... I would say, you know, since this is a dusk and dawn, you know, are some of the most dangerous times in which to travel because it's hard to, you know, distinguish shapes, even if you have low light vision. I'm going to say let's proceed with very, very uh, much caution. 
um, you know, maybe just at a slow, slow walk until we at least get some good daylight. And then we should probably, you know, beat feet again. Okay. As you guys break from the tree line and out into the rock field, you hear at a rather considerable distance the sound of uh, what appears to be a wolf. My brothers! <laughs> I was just going to say, Thorn, uh, you speak this, whatever, wolf, coyote, I dingo. Dingo. Whatever. I am, I am fluent in dingo, however. Oh, hold on, let me have a look. I need to read my brain. All right, <clears throat> so what do I know? Not much. Thorn, well, I'll, save, I'll save you the time and let you know that this is not uh, one of your pack mates. Okay. Um, I don't know these people. Um, but, I mean, animals. You you have like, a way with animals. I mean, can you just at least tell if it's like a, a sound of alarm or a sound of you know hunting or anything? All right, rolling a nature check to determine okay. whether the wolves are hunting us. Yeah, that's a nineteen plus my nature skill, which will be a fifteen. So. 34. This is a howl not of hunting, not of stalking, but one of pain and almost a sense of foreboding loss. <gasps> I'm going to catch it. <laughs> it's not a Pokemon now. Come on. You say that, but... Remember, I'm a seeker. I, I protect nature and blah, blah, blah. I go towards the howling. Um, this is going to take quite a while because the acoustics in this particular rocky area leading down into sort of a valley before uh, a set of mountains uh, seems to have a great echoing property due to the wonderful nature score that you had, you can definitely tell that there is, uh, this sound has traveled quite a great distance. But uh, moving forward, you pass the area where the purple worm was dispatched and the drow. And the ride in large part is mostly uneventful. Uh, okay. So it's not, not that you can see the wolf or whatever it is from your location, but just that you have heard it kind of All right. trumpeting out from somewhere. Alright, fair enough. I'll need to find a combat friend soon, because I had Steve, but Steve's gone. We still have Fluffy. Yeah, but I Fluffy can't mount. fit into... But he can't fit into, like, small rooms. If we go into a dungeon, Fluffy's going to be no use. That's true. Fluffy is, is basically now my warhorse. Yes, he is. Okay. Thorne, do you let the rest of the party know what you've learned, or do you keep it to yourself? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll share. I'll be nice. Okay. I won't be a dick. Commentary from Xanatari or Mithrin on the wolf. I would say that's a good sign for us to uh, maybe get going faster. <laughs> well, considering that we saw a, a separate party of orcs in the distance running a different direction than the party that we fought, my assumption would be that uh, 
these wolves probably encountered orcs, and that's why they're making the noises. So I would be prepared for uh, to run into the second party, basically. Okay. Uh, speaking of the orcs, there is no visible sign of them that you are able to able to tell. So as I said, uh, the ride so far has been uneventful, and you get roughly to around the one o'clock time period where you reach the edge of the rock field on the far end and are now sort of still amongst boulders and so forth, but you are heading up into uh, a series of mountains along what appears to be some manner of trade path. Okay. Is this where we're supposed to be going, or are we just on the way to the wolves? This is what we found. This is appears to be the way that the map that you have directs you to. Okay. Uh, there's wagon trail marks and bits of stuff, but the road that you intercept and take up into the mountain, uh, of course, goes another direction away from the mountain that you know you sort of intercept the road. During this time, you have heard the wolf again two, maybe three times. And it definitely seems to be coming from the direction, somewhat, that you're heading. But this sort of uh, upsloping valley road up into the mountains um, seemed to be a good sort of bugle opening type thing. Uh, geology is probably not explanation is geographical. Explanation probably isn't helping too much, but um, so far though you haven't seen any of the orcs. Mithrin, are you doing anything in particular during this time, or are you just kind of gatekeeping Dagger Rock going? Yeah, I think we're just going to try and keep a easy travel pace and just keep our senses aware, and occasionally I will elbow Cesar and tell him to squawk like a bird to scare things away. <laughs> yes, keep that up. <laughs> well, yes, very good. <laughs> so, getting serious for a moment here. Actually, no, that's a lie. Right. Um, <laughs> with what I determined with the whole um, acoustics of the valley and whatnot, can I determine that where the wolf has positioned herself, like you said, it was like a, a almost like a, a bugle horn type. Was it cave? I didn't hear too much because it, it was it's just sort, of, sort of like how this how this opening into this mountainous area is. There's so, something going on where sort of this mouth of the path up into the mountains would sort of be like the exit point of a bugle where something so it's, it's kind of amplifying noise basically yeah but even even so just the area itself seems to be quite loud you know for the fact that you've now gone six seven hours and yet you were still able to hear that howl um either this is some really kind of funky area or this thing is just 
massive. Mm, okay. Can I do another nature check to see whether, like, I can see tracks at all um, in regards to wounded animals, maybe? Okay. Yep. Uh, that'll be a 20 modified. Uh, no, you do not. There doesn't okay. seem to be any other tracks aside from horses, pack animals, uh, people, that sort of deal. Alrighty. Okay. So you guys going to head on up into the mountains? Any sort of particular uh, change to travel arrangements? Anything that you might want to do, Xanatari? Well, how narrow is the path they're going on? Uh, pretty wide. You guys can easily, um, at this point in time, um, ride all abreast. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just going to make sure that... Like, I'm kind of near the front. I, mean, I don't have to be the, le- the leader on this. It's pretty obvious where we're going. I just want to kind of be near the front in case there's trouble and uh, sort of looking. I guess I'll be on the right side and I'll look to the right and kind of leave everyone on their side to look. Okay. I guess, given the size of Fluffy, I'm probably going to hang more back behind the horses. <laughs> Fluffy will eat that's, them. Yeah, that's probably wise. Yeah, um... um that and I can actually look over onto the other horse so I can see the map. True. Okay. Any issues with uh, Daggerock and Fluffy or Clyde and Fluffy? I I don't think so. Daggerock's been around long enough. The spider now to be like you know meh. Roll that check to see whether Fluffy's hungry. <laughs> As you are getting up into the path, uh, you travel for a good. 15, 20 minutes, and Dagger Rock's ears start to show sort of an alertness, which is followed soon after by Clyde. You've gone up maybe a good uh, half mile up this path and emerge out onto uh, what appears to be a... Mm, very wet kind of swampy grassland. I believe the term, I believe the term that was given uh, a couple episodes ago was a moor. Mm. The swampy parts are clearly visible, or at least appear to be. It uh, doesn't look like it's a complete mug bog, but you've definitely passed into a rather what appears to be extensive valley uh, that is sheltered further on by much higher mountains ahead of you. But you can see that that is going to be a, a good journey away from where you're presently at. But uh, the sky is... Hangs low with the, the clouds hang low in the sky. And you again hear the wolf howl. This hmm. time far off to your left. And uh, anybody want to, as, as they come in, want to look around? So this this uh, grassland that we've entered is on the map, and we are designated to go through it. Correct? Yes. Okay. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's it's labeled as kind of like a valley, it, it, right? It's sort of sort of like a 
think of maybe a terrorist sort of series of steps that you right. go through. Terrorist steps? Yes. <laughs> Flagged by YouTube. There you go. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I would say um, if it's swampy at all, I would want someone with expert trail tracking skills to be leading the way here. That's not me. So I would say that's well, somebody else. Maybe maybe swampy isn't quite the right thing. I don't know if you see if you seen many pictures of landscape out in Ireland. Yeah. Scotland yeah, and that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um it's it's clear where the So it's not like they're hidden like it's it's not like the uh the uh 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 the fire swamps in uh Princess Bride or anything. No, you know, there's, <laughs> it, 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 you know, there's, there's peat bogs and, you know, okay. bogs here and there, but it looks like just there's, uh, this kind of stuff. Okay. Is it, is it like a, a solid path that's been built through? Well, One there's, like, the, sort of there's designated ground, for travel? ground that is not bogged. He's saying he w- doesn't want to build a summer home here, but it's actually the trees but are actually quite lovely. The the oh, path okay. the path that is going <laughs> ahead toward the mountains is worn. It appears normal. It's not a uh, like a, a stone road that's sinking into the ground or anything. Um, the ground looks actually very firm. Just there's been a lot of rain. It looks okay. like it rains here a lot, so it's just kind of. Okay. Thorn, what's your nature uh, skill? My nature skill? That's plus 15. Okay, so you're probably the best at nature. Do you want to lead? I can lead, yeah. Okay. Sure. Rodents of unusual size? I don't think they exist. <laughs> <laughs> you lead, Thorn. <laughs> okay, so um, so there's a visible path that we can follow, yeah? There, there, we can- there's a visible path. Or we can angle off to the left to, to help the, the poor wolf thing. Yep. I look back at the party with puppy eyes. <laughs> <sighs> Fine. Well, I would, I would actually say, uh, Thorn, um, what, what do you think we should do? Um, uh, firstly, I'm going to do a nature check and compare our location with that on the map to see how far away... Um, the is it the seven pillar? Yeah, seven pillar hall. So seven pillar hall is from our location, mm-hmm. and whether we can take a detour. I don't uh, know. you appear to be on course. It looks okay. like it's at least another day, possibly by the map, although it's not quite accurate in terms of distance. Um, it looks like whoever, you know, the person that made it being a merchant wasn't going off the path too much, so, uh, it's unclear as to if there are side paths. Okay. Um, in this case, I'm going to use my nature skill, Mm -hmm. um, to pick a path off to the left towards the source of the wolf howls. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, this uh, twenty-one. Okay. As you do that, to your nose and to your nose alone, there is the faint odor of sheep. I love sheep. They bar a lot. 
<laughs> okay, then. But you sort of believe that the distance involved is perhaps a mile. Okay, so, uh, like I said, I, I murmur under my breath, I love sheep, um, which would be confusing to the party. Um, <laughs> and I would be saying, that, that's kind of personal, but okay. <laughs> Not saying a word. Okay. Uh, and um, I guess if the the old adage is true... Uh, You'll find a wolf amongst the sheep. Um, right. So let's head towards the sheep. Okay. There are, as before, a number of extremely large boulders here and there, uh, a couple crags that uh, stick out from the ground that, you know, in, in, in proper, I almost want to say Bugs Bunny cartoon style, where you have, what is it, uh, George the Dog. Yep. Sitting and up Wiley on top Coyote, yep. and Wiley Coyote and all that sort of things. Um, if you don't know who any of this is, go ask your parents, kids. Um, <laughs> or consult the media. The clouds rise just enough that about a half mile out, you are able to see in the distance, uh, somewhat rising up above you, there's... Hmm, You've got a 2% slope. A vast herd of what appear to be sheep. And at this distance, there is a figure that is what appears to be sitting under one of these sort of craggy bluffs. And on top appears to be a large dog. The shepherd. And you hear again a wolf howl. Okay. Um, Does anybody like wish to, do to make a perception check or something else? I oh, will. Please. Yeah, I would like to also. Oh, damn it. Um, 18. Okay. And I... Less than that, so... <laughs> what are you at? Uh, 13. Okay. Xanatari, do you wish, or...? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm just looking at this number going, this can't be right, right? Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> 16. Not that good. Okay. All of you are wise enough at this point in time with distances and things to know that the size of this herd, one, is quite extensive. But two... The size of the things involved for a half mile away is pretty damn skewed. Giant mutant sheep! Mm. Teenage mutant ninja sheep! Teenage mutant ninja sheep! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, you know, so you, you, you can see that they're sheep. The, the sheep seem okay. It's just the rest of it they're, seems. They're big. They're buffalo sheep. Is the shep? You're seeing the shepherd and the dog are out of proportion, or the guy, whatever the figure. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So, 
Like, they appear bigger than they should be at this distance? Yes. Ah, uh, god dang it. God <laughs> dang it. More than one god. Oh, hell, the gods, please don't smite me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the breath thunder rumbles in the distance. Um, I'm gonna say, Cesar, go ask him what he wants. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Squawk. <laughs> By the way, the sound of um <laughs> from the wolf is even more pained than it was before. Okay. Okay, okay, I need to I, do something about this. I, I, I think, yes, I think we should approach. Uh, I'm going to see how... Actually, I, I would like to do a perception check on uh, Thorn, actually, right now. Okay. If I could. Go ahead. Um, hmm, once again, 13. There should be okay. something special that happens on Friday the 13th when you roll a 13. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. I I think so. Um, Shall I play this song? I think, I think you should play a song, and then... The three of you in turn shall. Hmm. Let's go ahead and play the song for now. The future is a grim, dark place <laughs> filled with. <laughs> rabbits. You have to warn us if there's any terrorist attacks, okay? Yeah, the- believe, there are so many cyborgs in the future, I've heard. Uh, when it all goes to crap and you become zombies, can you just let us know before you get eaten? So, so far gonna- what's happened basically, zombies took over and then cyborgs sort of came out of the zombies. Don't mm-hmm. ask me how, it just did. But the cyborgs then developed a personality and now they're inventing pets. So there are lots of mechanical rabbits everywhere. You know, you know what I like even better? I just got done watching episode one of Airwolf, and so that just works out really well oh. with the Knight Rider mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Airwolf was cool. You thought I've it was, but it, it's, Air- it's, it's it's not cool. <laughs> just letting you know. I remember it as a kid being cool. It's not cool. I got annoyed with Hawk and his brooding after a while. Yeah, the the machine very was very cool, though. Yeah, it was, but how it, it ripped the rotors right off. But anyway. <laughs> Continue. Sorry, G. About, about the dear, only thing. Dear young listeners, uh, just so you know, I have no idea what they're talking about either. So right. We're in the same boat. It's like Knight Rider, but with a helicopter. Yeah, pretty much. And actually, I believe uh, Knight Rider and Airwolf did team up for one episode. Hmm. Wow. But the only thing that was indeed awesome about Airwolf was uh, Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, he's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he was. He just died. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who had, who had instead of an eye patch, he just had a patch over one eye of his glasses. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what a nerd. Okay. <laughs> and either way, I'm not feeling really hopeful about the future of this encounter. Yeah. Where's Airwolf? I do. <laughs> I do. I feel, very, I feel very hopeful. I cast hope at them. Oh, so oh, how did my perception end up uh, of Thorn? Um, depends what you're looking for. I'm looking for his general demeanor right now. Like, what do I think he is? How? how what is his emotional state? It's blank. Thorn. <laughs> blank. <laughs> it's what? It's 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 absolutely thorn. You have so far. He 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 is a volatile. He is the Long Island iced tea, but much more volatile. You well, I know, know but I, can I tell? Like, is he sad? Is he concerned? Is he uh, um, upset? Is he you know anything like that? 
is concerned yet hopeful. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to look at Thorn and I'm going to say, what do you think? Should we investigate uh, these howlings more or should we maybe leave that guy over there who looks much larger than us alone? Um, <clears throat> maybe we need to split up. Because if he did the damage to the wolf, and let's face it, what we're looking at here is odd. I mean, he's he's way too big for this picture. So, um, either we're, f we're dealing with a giant, or there's some sort of magic in this area. Shame that my magic detector isn't working. Ah! Yeah, wait, yeah. <laughs> prod, prod. Yeah. Um, Cesar kind so, of looks over and shakes his head that, you know... <laughs> shakes his feathers. Why does he have feathers? Where'd you get them from? <laughs> <laughs> One of his varied STDs is acting up and he can't speak and, you know, <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so what I think we'll do is um, I'm going to go and stealth because I could probably move faster if I shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be able to find the wolf, and then I don't know whether we want to approach, um... How about, how about this? Uh, you stealth, you go do, uh, try and find whatever animal is in injury there, and Xanatari and I will proceed along perpendicular to the giant, keeping his eye. Not approaching him, but there just keeping his eye. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Alright, let's so, proceed with this plan. Uh, I'll roll for... Stealth, which will succeed uh, on a 34. <laughs> now, are you going to do this all Wiley Coyote, pun intended, style, where you're just kind of wiggling <laughs> along on your toes and fingers and through the blade of grass? <laughs> you don't see me. <laughs> <laughs> well, first I conceal myself so I can then shift um, into use my body of the wolf special power, which is a minor action at will. Yep. Um, and I polymorph myself into a wolf. Okay. I'm assuming uh, that Fluffy was coming with us. Yeah. Um, I've directed Fluffy to go hide in some trees, may maybe ah, make okay. a web and go there hunt go. and eat us or whatnot until we're done here. Very okay. well. Um, and then I, yeah, I, I body of the wolf shift into my wolf form, and I'm going to roll a perception check to see whether I can pick up the scent of injured wolf. Okay. Seventeen plus uh, fifteen is. Um, 32? Yep. You are able to pick up the scent, and you are also able to realize which way is upwind and downwind accordingly. Uh-oh. So okay, I don't so know which, which way you would like to approach. Um, if I'm picking up the scent, the scent will be coming um, downwind, mm -hmm. so I move upwind. Okay. So... Uh, you guys are going to be moving along. Uh, Zenitari, how close, how much closer are you going to be getting to either the herd or the, um, the figure? I'm not going to go for the herd. I'm going to go for the figure because I don't want to threaten him um, if his job is to guard the sheep. Also, okay. I know that he doesn't like wolves because there's already an injured wolf here, and so I would be looking to distract him from noticing that Thorn is here because he's looking like a wolf, and uh, I don't think that would be a good thing if he was discovered. Okay. Um, by the way, the figure is pretty much surrounded by the herd. Ah, okay. 
How far are we away from the figure? Half a mile, you said? Half a mile. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't know, Xanatari, what do you think? Maybe, maybe let's just approach within, I don't know, 200 yards of the herd. You know, just kind of moving parallel to him. Not, a, not, like it, not trying to like interact with him, but moving like side by side with him. And just see if we can catch his eye. Okay. Yeah, I'd be yeah. interested in his reaction. Definitely right, that, that's what I'm wondering. Escape. Yeah. Okay. It could be man-eating sheep for all we know. Exactly. Okay. Um, as you are able to approach, uh, Thorn peels off from the group and starts to uh, make his approach accordingly towards the herd. And you guys get within about the 200-yard range and even without rolling nature checks and sort of uh, perception checks and all that other stuff, you kind of get the feeling that the herd is grazing at rest, a little agitated, or coming off some agitation, but there is a high feeling of if you encountered... This situ- this herd elsewhere, you probably wouldn't give it a second thought in terms of, wow, these are man-eating killer sheep. <laughs> um, okay. Thorn? Mm-hmm. You start to come up onto the herd, and what would you like to do at this point? Um... I guess take another... Well, I'll do two things. First, I'll take a insight check on the sheep to see whether they've sort of... They're uneased by my presence if they actually detect it at all. Uh, uh, detect it at all. Mm-hmm. Let's use my words properly. Okay. All right, so uh, that's not as good. It's a 14. Okay. You don't seem to be causing them any sort of skittishness. Actually, you seem to be somewhat calming them. Um, there's one or two that sort of raise their nose in your direction, um, and start to, uh, move, um, kind of towards you, but sort of fall in line with you. Oh, this is awkward. This looks like <laughs> They're following shape. you. Yeah. They're following me. All right. Um, okay. And then my second is a perception to see whether I can find this uh, the the wolf again. To see whether I can pick up a trail. Okay. Uh, it is very easy, even without the check. To at this okay. at this range, you can still clearly see that the the wolf is atop the the bluff. Yeah. Um, when I say that the sheep are getting in line with you, they're sort of kind of condensing together a bit. Um, sort of Almost like the, the, when the, they're being herded? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they, they actually, if, I could, if I'm reading this right, they actually think I'm the shepherd dog? It might be. There, there might be something going on where they're because they're they're not running from you. They're not like wow, apex predator going yeah, on here. I wouldn't hurt a fly. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, I saved a giant spider from being killed. <laughs> my my mount would hurt a fly, but uh, <laughs> my mount would devour an entire drought and then spit out the armor. Yes. Um, 
by by the way, not that anyone is keeping count, but there's the possibility um, that there's a few less sheep now than there were a few moments, a few minutes ago. Hmm. Yeah. I, did, I didn't do it. Uh, you know, Thorn did send Fluffy off to go <laughs> hunt, so oh. there may be some. As we look over our shoulder, we see a sheep stuck in the high branches of a tree in the middle of a web and go, hmm, we don't see that every day. No, but, you know, there may be some some, some stealthy spider action and picking off a few here and there. But, again, nobody's keeping count, so huzzah. Well, hopefully. Hopefully the shepherd. (laughs) He's a bad shepherd. He's not very good. Um, The wolf, everybody can see. It's it's that this range is pretty clear, and you appear to have Mithrin um, in Xanatari, the eye of the wolf, but the um, other figure from this distance, you can't tell if it has picked you up or not. Do I have the eye of the tiger? Oh god. Ah! Sorry, <laughs> Are you hungry like the wolf? And now, uh, and now, here we have our moment of Friday the 13th roll. Oh. Xanatari, look up Hungry Like the Wolf lyrics. Mithrin. Oh, excellent. What? I, I, I think a couple lines sung properly by, by both of you for Oh, each God. Time. No. Appropriate theme of horror for rolling. Mm. Do I have, to sing, I have to sing Eye of the Tiger? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Mm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> God. You, I know, read, I, you know, I actually I actually think this would be better if it was read as a dramatic reading. Okay. This is really funny. Then you can either <laughs> sing it or do it as a dramatic <laughs> reading. Okay, uh, that's good. Sanitar, dramatic reading or singing. Um, yeah, dramatic reading since I just woke up. Okay, wait, I have to find the stupidest lines. <laughs> okay, dramatic reading. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Stalked in the forest, too close to hide. I'll be upon you by the moonlight side. Do 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 do. High blood drumming on your skin, it's so tight. You feel my heat. I'm just a moment behind. Do 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 do. It's kind of Lovecraft. It really is. This is. I never realized these were the lyrics. It's really horrible. Strut on a line. It's discord and rhyme. I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. I never knew it was strut on a line. All right, I'll try the dramatic reading. Okay, because this is this is pretty ridiculous. Okay. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so bad. All right, rising up, back on the street. I did my time and took my chances. I went the distance, now I'm back on my feet. Just a man and his will to survive. <laughs> so many times it happens too fast. You trade your passion for glory. Don't lose your grip on the dreams of the past. You must fight just to keep them alive. <laughs> it's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Rising up to the challenge <laughs> of our rival. <laughs> And the last known survivor stalks his prey in the night. And he's watching us all with the eye of the tiger. Alrighty. Thorn. Yes. What you want to do? Uh, what's it going to do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. <sighs> uh, what am I going to do? I don't know. 
Um, probably go make a sandwich. No, that's a, a terrible idea. I'm in the middle of something. Um, alright. Well, what am I going to do? Um, well, there's not a lot I can do. Um, I can't sort of turn around and tell the sheep to go away. Um, they won't understand. <laughs> Got it! <laughs> I look forward Get to it here! Show! <laughs> go back home, stupid sheep! I don't love you anymore! It's <laughs> over! I'm looking for my girlfriend! Shut up! Well, if I can see it, I'm going to try and make a beeline for the wolf to see whether it um, needs any assistance. Um, but I need to get there first. So, And I need to do so stealthily so I don't anger the giant man sitting underneath a rock. Okay, very good. Oh, wow. So, stealthy, check. I did a 32. Mm, very Ooh. good. So, um, so you are well on your way. By the way, I know this episode's going a little long, but um, it'll be for worth it. So, mm-hmm. um, I would like to roll per- perception if I can toward the wolf. Okay. Yep. Uh, Twenty-eight. Okay. Uh, what in particular are you looking for? I want to determine if the wolf is a beast or if it has some intelligence, and also what its reaction is to us coming toward it. Especially Thorn, who's getting closer than the rest of us. Um, it has picked you up. It appears not in the sense of, you know, kind of like our dog-like mannerisms. Uh, but it seems... I don't know if you can necessarily say hopeful, but there's... Because it it's wounded. I mean, you know... It's it's wounded. It doesn't want to leave where it is, but you're not sure if it's because of the wounds or it's staked out, or what. Okay. Um, but there's... It keeps looking between you and what you guys are calling the shepherd, or what you're calling the shepherd. Mm, okay. We must mm. kill the shepherd! Kill it! I have an idea. If, if Thorn wasn't so far away, I would consult it with him. But wait, we have you have your your uh, your mind link, right? Or is he yes. too, far, too far away? Uh, I don't know. Is he too far away, Jim? Well, given that I've made a beeline, I should be closer to them now than I was. Well, before. we're still like two hundred yards away. You're you're still you're two hundred yards away from the edge of the of sheep. The, of the sheep, or, yeah, we're we're long. So way you're, up. you're still a good distance out. Um. What what are you going to try and have her convey? Because he he is at technically, and I use air quotes well, outside I was of gonna, range, but we can see where. If we knew that he was close, I was going to say I would uh, charge the sheep to try and get them to scatter, to get the shepherd to maybe like you know oh shit you know stand up and try to run around, and then then Thorn could run in in the confusion and get the other wolf out of there. Well, let's take if, a moment. If if if. We can convey that information. If we can't, then uh, I don't want to do that. So. This is Shadow One. I'm reading you. Shh, shh. <laughs> this is a lot. I can't stay quite course, get you. Sheep. Stay on course, Sheep One. Stay on course. Yes. <laughs> uh, stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> well, okay. Let's take a second. This is a shepherd. He's got sheep, and this is a wolf who we can make an assumption would possibly want to eat the sheep. So the wolf's chained up and hurt. Is there a reason we're, like, taking the side of the wolf in this scenario? 
Well, the reason so that I would say so is that if the shepherd, th- this feels shippy, or shippy. It feels shippy. Shifty to me because if the shepherd he just killed it outright, he would have just killed it. Yeah, he wouldn't be chaining it there. There's something odd going on. Mm, this is a good point. Do Generally, we want to talk to the shepherd before we like be aggressive with him, or do we? we assume well, that's the he's thing. Bad? I don't. I don't want to attack him. I just want him to. To, to leave. That's that's the thing. So I'm just trying to think of a way to get him away. Maybe okay. we can barter. Maybe we can buy the wolf safety. And then I could pickpocket the money back. <laughs> <laughs> the wolf just pickpocketed me. By, by the way, Zanatari, because your role was so good, um, you happen to notice that the sheep near the shepherd and around the, uh, the bluff where the wolf is still appear to be, and I use air quotes, calm. Okay. You know, they're displaying herd behavior, but not like wherever the shadow of the wolf is, they're fleeing. So they're kind of close to the wolf then. They don't appear to be afraid of it. It's, you know, there's the bluff, the wolf's on top of the bluff, below, um, against, you know, the, the side of it is uh, the Craig or whatever is the shepherd, which you're calling the shepherd, and around it are, you know, this pretty good, you know, this vast herd of sheep. What if we just free the wolf without doing anything? I mean, do we, we want to distract the shepherd? We assume he did this, so we're going to distract him with the sheep. Is that the plan? Hang on, hey, can, I, can I ask one more thing, GM, before we go any further? Has the what we're calling the shepherd moved at all in this time? Mm, nope, not that you're aware. Maybe he's already dead. I'm thinking he's dead. I bet you or anything that wolf. This is the wolf's sheep. Mm. Yeah, maybe he, maybe the shepherd died while on watch, and now he's looking over the sheep. And this is sheep, just like an elaborate look. trap for travelers. Maybe. Mm. Oh no, that doesn't work. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, okay, I don't know. Yes. I don't know what to think about this. I'm. I'm going to say, I see pros and cons for proceeding with this adventure. But since that, uh, um, I don't know. Can did we ever decide? Can you can you get in contact with Thorn Sanitari? Uh, no, he's no. He he's gone. he he's he's at a distance where you might get a fragment of something through. So. Sanitari, right. if, if you want to pick out of what Mithrin said, if you want well, to pick maybe I, I would, three, four words. I would say if you can send one word to him right now, Xanatari, with all of your might, send the word danger, danger, danger. That's okay. three words. <laughs> send one word, but it's one word. Yeah. Se- send, send word trap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Send the word Akbar. I would concentrate really Go. hard and give him an image of Admiral Akbar. It's a trap! Yeah. <laughs> I, I think to myself, hmm, calamari. <laughs> Delicious. Mutton and calamari. An odd surf and turf. A uh, surf and turf, yes. <laughs> they read my mind. I could sure go for a pub meal after this. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'll let the danger go through. Um, Xantari, um, you, you do feel like you're about to have a, uh, a nosebleed start up before the, uh, you know, from all the effort and stuff, but you managed to keep your nose intact. And uh, Thorn? Mm-hmm. 
if if you would like to receive the message of, of danger, <laughs> uh, what would you like to do? Um, I'd I'd be rude not to receive the message. Um, okay. So I, I answer the radio. Yeah. Um. No. 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 Okay. So yeah. Okay. I, I get the word danger. Mm-hmm. Um. However, I haven't come to this stunning conclusion or. Um, as of yet, because I don't have such a great vantage point being amongst giant mutant sheep. Um, <laughs> so I can't quite determine whether, like, I I still believe that this giant being called uh, Commander Shepard is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it had to happen, you know, it did. It did. Um, I've been waiting for it, by the way, 50 experience points for that. There you go. <laughs> uh, and we will not talk about the love interest for Commander Shepard amongst the flock of sheep. This is not rated for New Zealand. <laughs> my name's Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite spot on the Brock Bluff. <laughs> on the Craig. On the Craig. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A.K.A. the Citadel. Um, so, yeah, I I still believe that uh, the Shepard is... is Alive, uh, in kicking, mm-hmm. metaphorically. Okay. Um, because literally it would be strange, because then I'd just see sheep <laughs> flying everywhere. <laughs> this um, guy just standing up and just kicking sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Damn sheep! I told you not to follow me. He's got the uh, same problem. He does. We share a bond. Mm. Um, so in this case, uh, uncertain as to what the danger is, uh. I will freeze and be a wolf amongst the sheep. Okay. As this message is going out, the uh, wolf kind of drags itself up and um, kind of does a rolling sort of tumble off the side of the... Yeah. (laughs) He goes, I have feather fall. Woo! You know, sort, sort, sort of like I'm going to get off and then I'm going to leap off the, the crag onto the ground, but, uh, you know, it's disoriented enough that it's kind of a a very ungraceful sort of thing. Um, and there's a period where for maybe 15 seconds it's kind of wondering where, uh, I'm sorry, Zantari, what is it? <laughs> I think Craig is only a list. I think Craig is what you're trying Craig, to say. Thank you. Yes. Damn my Yankee speech patterns. <laughs> Blame it on linguistics from somewhere. Um, I'm sorry. I've just sort of imagined this wolf sitting on top of a giant man called Craig. <laughs> Every time he says that, I'm like, Craig. He's like, like, damn it. So how did I get the role of the rock? <sighs> Never you know used why, my agent again. you know again. why I've got that part. That trouble with the portion in Eastern Star. Mm-hmm. Um, alrighty. The, for about 15, 20 seconds, you're not sure if the wolf is going to rise again, but it does and slowly makes its way over to the, um, towards the shepherd. And um, again, you hear a very pained, hollow sort of sounding uh, noise. Like a whine? Yeah. Still. Trying to be a howl, but 
come across more and more like just kind of a whine. Is it suicidal? Was it trying to hurt itself? No. Why did it roll off there? Because that's the only way it could move. Maybe it's lame. This is difficult. Um... The, the, the presumption sanitary so far is that the wolf is injured and, you know, isn't operating, of course, on all mm. cycles and kind of did a, I don't know, you, you've seen our dog when she forgets which leg is which and goes. Yeah. The, uh, right. I want to roll an insight. Okay. Uh, 36. Hmm. Almost get the feeling, oddly enough, that um, within the Kalashtar, there's various rites and various uh, activities when it comes to either conducting the dead to another world or perhaps saving one who is close to death from malignant spirits. The kind of thing that you're feeling is that there is a warding going on that there is something that it is trying to keep either to chase away or to keep alert and present. The wolf? Yes. So the wolf's either trying to chase something away or keep something here awake. Yes. That's like totally opposites, <laughs> right? It, it's, well, well it, it's, uh, it, it, go on, Thorn. I, I, uh, maybe uh, an explanation is that He's either trying, like, the, the shepherd is badly injured, um, hence not moving, um, and trying to keep him conscious, because if he slips into unconsciousness, he could die. Or, he's dead, but his soul hasn't moved on, and the wolf can sense that, and it's trying to keep away evil spirits, whatever, to then allow his people, who whatever he is, to find him and give him proper burial rights. So either way, we don't want the wolf to be free, right? Well, it, well uh, the wolf's un just... Unless we can do, like, a, a burial right to make sure that his soul doesn't turn into some sort of wraith or something. By the way, none of you have seen a chain on the wolf. We can assume okay, that it can move I, freely because it, it just barrel rolled off a off a, a, a crag. Right. Um, I don't know about you, Zanatari, but I think if the wolf's moving towards the guy, I'm gonna say, let's approach. We don't have to rush, but let's you know, let's go through the sheep. I'm with let's you. See what happens. Let's see what happens. Alright, so you just sort of just gonna ride right towards and just start riding towards okay. I yep. think Zanatari needs to get that tattooed on her leg. Let's Let's see what happens. It's like our, yeah. it's our, our motto for the party. Let's go. All right. What's Riding. the worst that could happen? <laughs> Riding in, and by this point in time, the you know clouds have just started to descend a little bit. Again, there's um, some drizzle and, and mist forming in the air. And as you approach, your the sheep are smart enough to get out of the way. There's a bleeding here or there, but not any, you know, too great alarm. Um, maybe a little curiosity as to, uh, you know, what these tiny things are. Um, but the wolf is definitely paying attention to the two of you as you ride closer. Um, 
and has put a paw onto the uh, lap of the what you call the shepherd, um, either to you know it's like giving it the paw or trying to wake it or disturb it somehow. Hmm. Okay. Possibility is that it doesn't know that it's already dead. Either way, it's trying to get help, obviously. Yep, right. I, I'd say let's let's continue our approach. This is getting okay. more interesting. Uh, from what you can see, the figure, as, as you approach, is very large. Um... You know, you, you've perhaps ter- heard tales of giants before, but this figure seems to make most of the giant stories you've heard uh, be like you versus, you know, you as the giant. Um, quite tall, and the wolf itself uh, is far larger than any dire wolf um, that is known. So, or, like, horse size? Bigger uh, than a horse? The figure itself that's leaning there is probably as tall as uh, probably about um, three houses. Okay. Sitting down. So probably (laughs) probably standing up, probably 60 to 70 feet tall. That is a large Uh, dude. Perspective of your average sort of, I guess in our case, uh, Labrador retriever to human. Uh Uh-huh. Put that in comparison to, you know, or wolf to human size comparison, and that's roughly the size of the. Yeah. Okay, so if this guy is sitting, when this guy is sitting, he's three houses. Yeah. Yeah. We can assume that the dog is roughly two and a half, at least, because most yeah. most Labrador most Labradors are about your height when when you're sitting down. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Fluffy's like the so actual spider size. Fluffy is actually like not much, or maybe a little smaller than this thing. Maybe a little sp- smaller than than the yep. the. What is it with me and Titanic animals? I know. Oh, what the deal, dude? I'm finding a mage to shrink this one if I can if I can uh, tame it. Yeah. Steve Irwin this... would hate to have seen this uh, particular. <laughs> <laughs> really would. I would like to and walk or... up to the wolf and go shh. <laughs> Crikey, it's a it's a it's a live one, oh boy! Caesar Milan says, "Yeah." <laughs> um, as you draw closer, you realize that the eyes of whatever this shepherd is are open. Um, one's kind of uh, crooked, closed from a bunch of cuts around it. Um, but you, you're not quite sure if there's a lot of, um, actual attention being paid, focus coming from the eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been, as you've been riding up, there's been no obvious movement for a weapon or any obvious movement, movement per se. But I can't imagine there would be if you're 60 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd kind of be like, you know, oh, what are you going to do? You know? You're gonna hit me with your little, uh, your little uh, tiny little toothpick there. That's that sucks. But there's also <laughs> no no words um, uttered to the wolf 
either. Mm. Um, what do you think, Xanatari? Should we just yell, you know, and say, hey, yay, ahoy, you know, Titanic man, uh, <laughs> or what? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I yeah, I can try to heal him, but I well, don't think I'd be able to do that. Let's not do that yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's, let's look at it this way. You only have so much power before you're going to get tired and get a nosebleed and then kill yourself um, <laughs> yeah. from healing. And this dude's a big dude. I mean, let's face it, his, if, his face alone, like the cuts around his eye, I can't see any of this, but I'm talking outside of character. Like, the cuts around his eye alone would be, like, Mithrin being entirely shed of skin. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's an effort to heal in itself, um, if we can call on any sort of knowledge of fantasy, magic, blah, blah, yes. blah. Yeah. I, I would actually say, um, at this point, you know, uh, Xanatari, maybe it's a good idea to have your god on speed dial for a little bit of the, you know... <laughs> Okay. Well, it's either, it's either that or we perform simple burial rites. Well, is he dead? Let's we would determine need a construction crew to do <laughs> burial rites. Well, we could light him on we, fire. No, maybe. Well, yeah, you could. Uh, you could, could always well, just set him on well, fire. I'm sure Cesar's like got some sort of. of I know it would take out the whole. Oh, we just talk to Cesar. Cesar can construct some sort of alchemical solution from the stuff that we found in the barrel. I'm sure. All right, well, let's let's, <laughs> let's find out whether he's dead or not, and what the wolf wants first before we talk about. Find a branch and prod him. By the way, <laughs> does anybody want uh, to make a perception check? <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, I would like to see where they are in in where I am, to be honest, because I haven't moved for about fifteen minutes. After you, hearing danger, you 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 are able to see that. Well, I'll give you that without the roll. Okay, so I'm going to move forward then to see that that they're moving forward, and I'm going to um, actually make an endurance check this time around to see whether I can sprint. I'm no longer worried about stealth. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, that's a, a s- eleven. Mm. Wheeze! You'll get o- you'll <laughs> yeah. you'll get over there. <laughs> you'll get over there. I gotta stop smoking. <laughs> <laughs> don't do drugs, kid. Don't smoke. Yep. Just saying. Okay. Zenitari? I got a natural 20, actually, but it's 30 is the total for perception. Jeez. A natural 20. Hmm. How to handle it. You know what? I'm going to take that national, natural 20 and uh, hold that for a moment and give you an epic description here at some point in time soon, Okay. Okay. Uh, Mithrin, what did you get? Um, I got 11, so that's okay. You're able to see that there's a large number of uh, what appear to be you, to you, uh, large weapons uh, pinpricking around this... uh, bodies um this damn it brain fart sorry uh around the shepherd's body in the chest it looks like uh sort of like if you think the gulliver's travels right um bunch of people crawled all over it and left some tools behind so there's there's a lot of uh wounds that are starting to um, have not yet quite congealed. So he's still bleeding. Yes. Okay. 
so we're kind of facing like a titanic um, murder of the Caesar in the palace. Yeah. Well, it also means it was recent, so we've got a horde of guys running around we ought to be awfully careful about. Could have been the orcs. <laughs> Et two giant dude. <laughs> well, um, it does. It does look like the weapons for those close enough are fairly crude. But have a National Geographic moment where you watch uh, ants attacking, you know, something much larger than itself and swarming. It looks like this got swarmed by some sort of crude weapon implementing things. Goblins, maybe. Something mm. along those lines. Could be orcs, could be goblins. But goblins. whatever it was, there was, for the size of this thing, uh, no small, um, you know, it would be no small task for just a couple to handle. Um, is, is the giant breathing right now? Uh... Can't really tell from still the distance that you are at. Okay. Um, the, the the sitting positions it makes it difficult. Do I also see Thorn moving up since he is not stealth yes. anymore? Um, I would be waving him over and I'd say, "There's your wolf. See what it wants." <laughs> <laughs> okay. What did you get us into? Okay. So Thorn. Okay. Z- sorry, Zan. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, we really haven't determined if he's alive, basically. I mean, we just know that he was recently attacked and that he's still sort of bleeding, but we don't know if he's alive. Right. Okay, so let's 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 look at it this way. Probably safest for me to go up, because if he then swings an arm and sends me flying, I've got feather fall in the armor. Right. Okay. Um, so, like, a fall from 20,000 feet won't kill me. Probably just maim you know, severely. Imagine, you know, just the broken ribs and whatnot from being struck by a giant, but, you know, <laughs> the, the fall. The fall. But, but you, you never know how many charges are on that armor or uh, duration for the armor either, but, you know, I'll good take, idea. I'll take, I'll take that risk. Okay. There we go. <clears throat> um, that, and I've had worse, let's face it, falling down <laughs> a, a, a pit um, and landing on the shoulder armor of a giant. Who was it who I landed on? Yeah, it I was, think it was... I think it was Eldrock, wasn't it? Uh, no. no, not Eldrock. Uh, yeah, he was dead. Never mind. Opie, right? Yeah. Yeah, Opie's. That's right. I landed on Opie's shoulder pad and basically broke everything. Yeah. Board. I chug a giant so, will potion in preparation. Yes, uh, you, you landed on boredom. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, All right, so let's... Um, I'm going to move up and I'm going to um, perform a perception check to see whether I can... Uh, smell death. Okay. Uh, that would be a 14 plus a 15, which is a 29. There has been, um, death nearby. You can actually see some drag marks now, but, uh, there is death extremely close. There is, there is you, the party... Uh, there is the shepherd, there is the wolf, and you sense that there may be um, something else in the area. Okay. Xanatari uh, and Mithrin, are you going to move any closer? I personally um, am just going to stay within 
Oh, I, I don't want to get any closer than 50 feet. Okay. As you get up towards the 50-foot mark, uh, Xanatari, what would you like to do? I would edge up with Mithrin and just kind of watch what Thorn's doing, uh, prepared, I guess, with my weapon in case he does move. Okay. The giant, obviously. As Thorn is moving up and you guys move into the 50-foot range, um, there's a moment where it looks like the figure sort of turns one of its eyes um, down to look at you for the briefest of moments before it kind of glazes over and slumps um, even more in the sitting position. Well, I think he's dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen enough, uh, you know, plays in towns to know how that's going. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay, well then, I guess now is the time for uh, getting the wolf out of here or seeing what the wolf wants so that uh, we can get out of here because, honestly, giants don't got any loot that I can use. So well, <laughs> they can't even carry their money. Okay. Totally uh, could. I'll give e- Thorn. You go first, then I'll give Xanatari, and then uh, I will uh, start wrapping some stuff up here. Okay. So, um, hopefully, given the fact that I am as wolf, and will hopefully be able to communicate as such, um, in a series of barks, growls, whistles, and hoots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will talk to the wolf to see what um, the extent of the damage is. Xanatari? Um, well, I will check out the giant and see if there's anything, I guess, that would be useful to us. Uh, and also <laughs> move kind of more toward the wolf and a little bit between, um, between the giant and the wolf. Okay. As you start to move up, I'm going to leave the uh, portion of stuff of interest for the next session. Ooh, but I want to act for Cesar also. Cesar squawks. That's right. Yeah. Before, before you were able to intercept uh, the between, put yourself between the two of them, there is a very mournful sort of gasping howl. Uh, there's I'm going to make a roll here. A 17 versus each of your uh, wills. Uh, got me. Fail. Unless Pass. it depends on what the effect is, but yeah. Okay. It fails. I am almighty. Yeah, 21 is fine. Okay. There is, for those who it failed... Uh, an immediate sense of loss and sadness. You know, there is there is a passing here, and um, oh, I'm heartless. I know you and I are like whatever. <laughs> the the wolf, be it the sheepdog, be it whatever, apparently cared enough for the shepherd, and before it fully. Uh, finishes the howl, it collapses onto, so its head is on the lap of the shepherd. 
and there appears to be no further movement from that. Oh. Okay. Um. And with that, oh, aww, <laughs> Atari, take us out. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews and relationships between gamers and the Super Number One Podcast with Kevin and Andrew. One topic, two geeks, several beers. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at supernumber1.libson.com. Join us for our worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels.